Blog Talk Radio. Hello, listeners, and thank you so much for joining us tonight. I am so excited about the holidays. Oh, my goodness, I love celebrating Christmas time, or as I heard one minister say, Christmas. I love the joy of the season. I love the peace. I love the giving. I love spending time with my family to get loved on and glean wisdom from them, especially my grandfather. It is just a time of celebration, celebrating the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so it brings me such great pleasure to bring the show to you on tonight in December as we are getting closer to the day that we celebrate the birth of Jesus. Of course, every day is a day to celebrate Jesus, being born upon this earth because, oh, my goodness, his birth brought about a chain of events that would send him to the cross to die for our sins so that we will be saved and restored and delivered and healed and live a life of peace and joy. Hallelujah in the Holy Ghost. And so I honor the Spirit of Christ, I honor the Holy Spirit, Jesus, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. I honor the Trinity on tonight, and I thank God for his His perfect design for salvation, for us to be restored back to him after the fall of Adam and Eve. It is such a perfect, it is was and is such a perfect plan and such a beautiful design, and I honor, hallelujah, I honor the spirit of Christ tonight, hallelujah, and I thank God that he is God and that beside him there is none other. I thank Jesus for being willing to be born and die on the cross for our sins, and I thank the Holy Spirit who is our comforter and who leads us, he who leads us into all truth. You know, it's so interesting, I teach children's church on second Sunday, and I taught last Sunday about, or the past Sunday, yeah, last Sunday, about um, Jesus' birth. And so I took the children through Luke 2 and through Matthew 2, and we talked about Jesus' birth and the wise men, and I asked the children about why did Jesus have to come? You know, why did he come as a baby? You know, why is it that God... He could have saved us from heaven. You know, he could have just uh, saved us, those of us who wanted to be saved from heaven. He didn't have to send Jesus. So we, I can't even remember all of the children's sin, but we talked about, you know, why Jesus had to come like a baby, and I shared with them how I felt it. God designed it to be that way so that Jesus could know and understand and feel what we feel as human beings. He was wrapped in sinful flesh. And in order for him to understand our suffering and our issues and our fears and insecurities and um, why we act the way we act and do what we do as human beings, I believe that is why Jesus had to come as a baby so that he can go even through the stages of life that we go through from infancy to toddler and preschool and kindergarten and on up as a preteen and teenager and adult. I just believe it was God's perfect design for him to transition through the years that we transition through as human beings. And so God understands. He feels 
what we feel. He knows um, our, you know, he feels the feelings of our infirmity. You know, he knows our our thoughts and, and how we, you know, process things as human beings, you know. And so all of that is a reason why I believe Jesus had to come in sinful flesh. And, of course, with his stripes we are healed, um, the beatings, just everything that Jesus went through, all of it was to secure our salvation, was to secure our healing, our deliverance. Um, it was all to complete the plan of salvation so that we would be whole, you know, that we would be made whole and made new in Christ Jesus. And so I thank God and Jesus <laughs> for coming down in sinful flesh so that he could fully understand who I am and what I go through as a human being. I had not planned to say any of that tonight, but God flows the way he wants to flow and he does what he wants to do. Amen. Amen. And so again, I I honor the spirit of Christ. Hallelujah. God, I thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Bless you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is so awesome. He's so amazing. He's so good. So honorable. He's just, he's God. He's simply God. And we don't want to move forward without acknowledging him, that he is God, that he is our Lord, that he is our Savior, that he is our keeper and our friend, our deliverer, our peace, our joy, our hope. Hallelujah. He's everything that we need him to be. He's the great I am that I am. And I honor the spirit of Christ tonight for who he is. Amen. Amen. So we've been talking about the last month, actually, started at the end, no, actually started in November and ended last week. I went forth in a teaching on prayer, an instrument of faith, a weapon of warfare. And so we are continuing the theme of prayer and intercession on tonight. We, we, we've always been Ever since we've been on the face of this earth as human beings, it's always been a time of prayer. <laughs> like prayer has always been needed upon the earth. And so as we get closer to the day of Jesus coming, prayer is needed even more. As the Bible says, um, excuse me, um, during the end times, men will become lovers of their flesh. Um, we would turn after idols and we would basically turn away from God. And so we are seeing the manifestation of this happening. We've actually been <laughs> seeing it happen for a little while now, and we are definitely seeing the results of and manifestations of the end times. And so we definitely want to be a man of prayer, a woman of prayer, as we seek the face of the Lord for what it is God would have us to do in these last and evil days. We know that there is great ministry that needs to take place upon the face of the earth. Great evangelism needs to take place upon the earth so that every person who is currently living on the face of this earth or who will be born will hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. God said he will not return. Jesus will not return until every person has heard the gospel of Jesus Christ. So we definitely, as sons and daughters of God, need to be about our father's business, sharing the gospel that Jesus 
saved, that Jesus died for us, and he died for us to secure our salvation. He died to wash us, cleanse us, save us from our sins so that we could be restored back to the Father. And so we need to be about spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ so that people will know that there is a Savior, there is a Rescuer, there is a Redeemer, there is a Deliverer, and his name is Jesus. And so in addition to evangelism, I might be teaching on evangelism next week or the week after. We'll see what the Lord is saying Um but as evangelism is needed, intercession is needed, prayer is needed. We as saints of God, we are to live a lifestyle of prayer. We are to maintain a heart of prayer. You know, everything we do, everything we say, how we live our lives, how we interact with people should be surrendered around our prayer life. And so we are going to talk, continue on in the theme of prayer and intercession. So our topic tonight is prayer and intercession styles, which style are you? So I'm going to talk a little bit about prayer and intercession, and then I'm going to dive right in to to the different intercession styles that they are so that you can determine which one you are. It, um, it basically is based on who you are, based on your personality, based on what God has called you to do, um, the destiny that he has released to you. And so, yeah, let's dive right in. Let's get on in there and see what the Lord is saying about this topic. Amen. Amen. And so I want us just to know a few things. We mentioned a few of these things last week, but I want to um, reiterate the fact that as interested, well, let's go to First Timothy chapter 2, verse 1. It says, I exhort, therefore, that first of all, Supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. It is God's will that we pray, that we intercede, that we give thanks. It is God's will that we intercede for all men, all men that we have influence over, all men that God drops within our spirit. This also means women and children, all men, everybody, that we offer up prayers and intercessions and supplications on behalf of the world, you know, our family, our friends, our coworkers, our sisters and brothers in Christ, and, and whoever God releases us to pray for. Pray for God may drop a name within our spirit that we've never heard of before, but God has called us to be that person's intercessor. Or maybe God has given us a group of people to pray for. Maybe he wants us to pay, pray for the, the Russians or pray for the people of Ukraine or to pay, uh, pray for the people of Puerto Rico or pray for the people in Texas. You know, God will sometimes drop a culture of people or a group of people into our spirit. We're you know, acknowledging the anniversary of the the uh, um, massacre at Sandy Hook of students and teachers that were killed because of the school shooting, you know, and just even praying for Sandy Hook, praying for those families that remain, those families who I I, I can only imagine are still feeling the the effect of or perhaps the emptiness of or just some of the residue 
of that shooting, um, as well as, you know, just other natural disasters going on in our world um, or anniversaries of natural disasters or anniversaries of, of school shootings or even just in your personal life. You may be experiencing an anniversary of the death of a spouse or a child. And so um, I, I guarantee that the Lord has commissioned intercessors to pray on your behalf, to stand in the gap for you, to lift you up so that your pain and your frustration and your anger and your fear will be subsided, will be diminished so that you can go forth and live a life of wholeness and freedom that God has destined for you. And so as intercessors, we are to have just a heart of intercession, a lifestyle of intercession, intercession, a, a mind to intercede for those who the Lord has given to us, you know, to watch over And so intercession itself is to plead or petition on behalf of someone else. Simply put, it's praying, laboring on behalf of another individual, a group, an organization, a community, a church, a nation, etc. Whoever the Lord has dropped in your spirit or whatever group the Lord has dropped within your spirit, you have been been ordained as that um, person or that group's intercessor, okay? So as an intercessor, we are warriors. We are warriors who stand in the gap for others who are unable to stand in the gap for themselves. You know how it is sometimes when you're going through or you're feeling weak and you just need you just need some prayer. You know, you may call your prayer buddy. Maybe they're not in or they're not home or they're not able to answer right then. Call on the name of Jesus. I guarantee you he already has intercessors praying on your behalf. And as an intercessor, we are to petition heaven on behalf of others. It's simply we, again, we stand in the gap for those who aren't able to stand in the gap for themselves. Maybe that person is unable to cry out to Jesus because they're so high on drugs or alcohol. They're not able to cry out to Jesus. So intercessors are crying out on your behalf. Maybe someone is in an abusive relationship and has been in that relationship for so long and they've cried out to the Lord and seen, it seems as if the Lord has not answered them and they've given up, they've lost hope, they've lost faith. God has some intercessors praying on your behalf, and they are warring in the spirit. They have their weapons of warfare, and they are beating back the hand of the enemy. They are beating back depression. They are beating back despair. They are beating back that hopelessness. They are beating back that disunity. They are beating back that strife and that division that you are experiencing. I guarantee you that God has intercessors standing in the gap on your behalf. Ezekiel chapter 62 and verse there. Yes. O Jerusalem, I have posted watchmen on your walls. They will pray day and night continually. Take no rest. All you who praise to the Lord, the Bible says, Take no rest, all you who pray to the Lord. So the first part of that, God is letting the world know that watchmen have been set on the wall for you. I have ordained 
specific people to watch over your soul, to stand in the gap for you, to intercede on your behalf, and they are praying for you day and night. They continually pray that God's will is done in your life. They continually pray continually pray that you are delivered. They continually pray for the salvation of your soul. They continually pray for those issues that you're dealing with. They pray whatever is needed throughout the seasons of your life, your intercessors are praying. They are warring on your behalf. And then God speaks to the intercessors, and he says, take no rest, all you who pray to the Lord. In other words, don't give up. Don't get weary. Continue to press into the presence of the Lord as you intercede on behalf of others. Amen. Amen. So not only are you a warrior, but you become a midwife. As an intercessor, you are a midwife. You are helping someone or something. That something could be a ministry, it could be a church, a dream, a ministry, a vision, a book, What? Whatever it is that God desires to burst out of the people that you are interceding for as their intercessor, you become their midwife. In prayer, you're saying push. In prayer, you're saying breathe. In prayer, you're saying you can do it. In prayer, you're saying don't give up. The birthing process is almost done. In Excuse me, in prayer, as an intercessor, you become that person's midwife. You are trained to assist them through childbirth. That's what a midwife does. They're trained to assist a, 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 a natural woman in childbirth. As a midwife, you're trained to assist the spiritual person in their birthing. Hallelujah. You begin to help them produce. You begin to aid in the in, in the process of a of a of a ministry or a vision being birthed from that person. Amen. It could be a book. Hallelujah. Could be a business that God wants to birth. But as an intercessor, you're standing in the gap. You're standing as a midwife, helping them to push out that dream, push out that vision so that God's will be done in that person's life. Amen? Amen. So I wanted us to get to those two things before I go into the different prayer styles. As an intercessor, you're a warrior, and you are a midwife. Amen? Amen. And so let's look at the different styles of intercessor, styles of prayer. Now, I want you to know that I have uh, that I am taking these uh, intercessory styles from a magazine. It was a pray. It's the Pray Kids magazine, copyright 2004, um, Colorado Springs, Colorado. And the young lady it was an author. Her name is Alice Smith. She is the author of Beyond the Veil. And these different prayer styles are adapted from her book Beyond the Veil. Okay, so these are birthed from this. From this, the intercessory styles in this article are burst or adapted from Alice Smith's book, Beyond the Veil. And so we have the crisis intercessor. The crisis intercessor is always on call to pray for emergencies of any kind, like those natural disasters that come up or those um, shoot, you know, school shootings or you know, shootings even in your community, those crises that come up, that crisis intercessor is on call to pray for those emergencies. 
An issues intercessor, they get very upset when they watch the news. They may not be able to physically do something about the events that are unfolding on the news, but they will begin to pray. Natural disasters, scandals, government decisions like this health care bill that they're trying to pass right now, this new tax law, all these um, tax breaks for the wealthy, a Issues intercessor would be will begin to pray for the different issues that arise. So crises are emergencies, right? Issues are just um, issues that come up or events that come up in our world. The issues intercessor will begin to pray for those. A list intercessor, you give them a list and they will pray. Pray for my mama, she has diabetes. Pray for my daddy, he has high blood pressure. Pray for my niece, she's undergoing surgery. Pray for my church. Right, we're about to sell, uh, go through our building fund and we're trying to get funds for the, you know, to build this new building that the Lord has, has given us a vision for. You give them a list and they will pray exactly what is on that list. That's the list intercessor. The mercy intercessor, they feel what other people are feeling. Sometimes they even feel the heart of God, and they begin to pray in a way that brings God's mercy into situations. Hallelujah. Yeah, that's good. They begin to pray God's will so that mercy is applied to different situations. That's good. The nation's intercessor, they enjoy praying over a map. The way that God moves in other cultures, in other uh, communities other than their own, it, 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 it ignites them, it charges them, and it causes them to pray for these cultures, to pray for these different countries around the world, okay? So the nation's intercessor may be living in the United States, but they're praying for people in China. They're praying for the Chinese country, for the government there, for the people there, for the businesses there, for the unsaved there. Um, There may be uh, an intercessor who's been assigned to Africa, so they're praying for specifically for the Africans, for the divisions that are occurring there, for the unrest that are occurring there, for the salvation of the people in Africa. They are praying a nation's intercessor specifically prays for cultures or countries around the world, just like there could be some intercessors in Russia right now praying for us in the United States, or there could be intercessors in Spain praying for people that are in Iraq. It doesn't matter where they are. They are praying on behalf of cultures and countries around the world. Amen. Amen. The prophetic intercessor, they listen to God's voice. Their ear is ever set to God's mouth, and they listen to God's voice, and they pray exactly what they hear the Lord praying. They are speaking exactly what God is speaking through prayer. They pray those on-target bull's-eye prayers every single time. That is the prophetic intercessor. And then we have the evangelism intercessor. This is he or she who cares deeply about people who are not saved. They will begin to pray that God will save everybody, that God will save your whole family, that God will save the whole household, that God will save a whole community, that God will save a whole city, that God will save a whole state, a whole country. They begin to pray for those souls that are 
saved so that they can see the power of God at work as he saves unsaved souls. Oh, my goodness. That is a powerful place to be interceding for unsaved souls. That's an evangelism intercessor. And then we have the special assignment intercessor. They are like the bodyguards of prayer. (laughs) They are the bodyguard intercessors. They will pray for the individuals that God puts on their heart. It could be their pastor, could be a deacon or deaconess. It could be the, uh, the mayor, the governor, senators. It could be the president or the sheep or the prime minister, the pope, whoever God has released to them, whatever name God has released to them, whoever it is God has released to them, they are going to pray over that particular person. They are a bodyguard for particular people, for particular individuals. That's the special assignment intercessor. They are covering individuals in Prayer could be somebody that they know, could be somebody that they don't know. It could be that name that God drops in their spirit that they've never heard of before, but God has called them to be an intercessor, a watchman on the wall for that particular soul. A worship intercessor, they bring comfort and joy and peace and healing into their prayer time. They will see, um, oftentimes, sing their prayers instead of saying them. They begin to worship the Lord and they begin to sing prayers. That's amazing, ain't it? That is beautiful to be able to sing prayers unto the Lord. So their heart of worship spills over into into their time of intercession and they begin to pray and release comfort and joy and peace over whoever they are praying for. The administrative intercessor is one who gathers people to pray. They organize people to pray. They will plan a prayer conference or a prayer vigil or a time of prayer and intercession. They gather others to pray. They organize. They administrate. They um plan the meeting out so that others can pray. Even um they may they may um get a prayer line going or a prayer chain going, they'll call people and be like, we need to pray at 10 o'clock on December 25th because there's going to be some people who are without family. Listeners, I am so sorry. My phone totally went out on me, and I sincerely apologize for that. Um, but, yes, yeah, so we are back on the air. We have a few mil- few more minutes to go. So I am going to go ahead and jump right back into the administrative intercessor. It, that is he or she who organizes others to pray. And it helps people when the administrative intercessor gathers people to pray, it helps people to pray more effectively because they've been given their instructions and they go forth in the instructions that the administrative intercessor has given to them. And so the last one is the flexible intercessor. So the flexible intercessor, they can switch between all of the different prayer styles. They are basically available to be used by God however, whenever he needs that um, to happen. And so whatever God needs for that moment, for that time, that flexible intercessor can meet that particular need. Amen. Amen. So where do you find yourself? Are you a crisis intercessor? 
Issues Intercessor, List Intercessor, Mercy Intercessor, Nations Intercessor, Prophetic Intercessor, Evangelism Intercessor, Special Assignments Intercessor, Warfare Intercessor, Worship Intercessor, Administrative Intercessor, or a Flexible Intercessor. It is so wonderful to know where you stand because it will help you, help us to pray more effectively, to intercede on behalf of others more effectively. Amen. It's just like knowing your spiritual gifts. When you know your spiritual gifts, when you know the destiny God has called you to, you can walk out that destiny, walk in those spiritual gifts, and be a more effective woman and man of God, a more productive citizen in God's kingdom. Amen. Amen. So just take time to go back and listen to the different intercessory style so you'll know which one you fall in. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to wrap up with a few more things. I want us to understand the characteristics of an intercessor. An intercessor must be trustworthy. Once you know your intercessory style, you know, I know you've already been interceding. Now you have a little bit more insight into your style, and then you can go forth as God has called you to go forth, and then make sure that you know the characteristics of yourself as an intercessor, right? You are a trustworthy individual. Proverbs 11 and 13 says, a gossip goes around telling secrets, but those who are trustworthy can keep a confidence. God has confidence in you, intercessor. Keep the secrets about people that he reveals to you because as an intercessor, God reveals some things to you about people, amen, and he wants you to keep those things. He wants you to intercede um, about those things, to pray for the individual, not gossip about them, not spread what God has shared with you, but to keep those secrets in your heart. And as God can trust you with a little He can trust you with a lot. And so the more we intercede and the more we prove ourselves trustworthy to God, the more he will begin to release to us about people, not so that we can be nosy, not because God just wants to tell us things, but he is wanting to help his people, and he helps us through intercession. And so when God reveals someone to you, make sure that you are keeping that person's confidence so that you can remain a trustworthy individual in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. I, um, yes, yes. Um, also, a characteristic of an intercessor is humility. We are to be modest, lowly, humble as an intercessor, not boastful, not proud, not, not like I know stuff about you because God told me. No, we are to be humble. We are to appreciate and find it just just beautiful and humbling that God trusts us enough to reveal information to us about people so that we can stand in the gap for them. That is so humbling to me. It is so precious to me that God will reveal the heart of people to me so that I can pray for them. So humility. Romans 12 and 13 says, when God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager to practice hospitality. So be modest, be humble, always be ready to practice hospitality in our prayer time. Amen. Psalm 28, verse 8 and 9 says, The Lord is good and does what is right. He shows a proper path to those who go astray. He leads the humble in doing right. 
teaching them his way. Proverbs 22 and 4 says, True humility and fear of the Lord lead to riches, honor, and long life. Micah 6 and 8 says, No, O people, the Lord has told you what is good, and this is what he requires of you, to do what is right, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with our God. Amen. Go back and study those scriptures and let the Lord minister to you about humility. Amen. We are also to be obedient. John 14 and 15 says, if you love me, obey my command. Luke 17, excuse me, Luke 11, 27 and 28 says, as he was speaking, a woman in the crowd called out, God bless your mother the womb from which you you come, and the breast that nursed you. Jesus replied, but even more blessed are all who hear the word of God and put it into practice. Putting the word of God into practice is obedience. And when we intercede for others, that those people that God has released us, we are obeying God. So we are to obey, to comply, to follow God's plan of intercession, of us standing in the gap as intercessors for others. Last thing is timing. Intercessors must understand the timing of God. We know what Ecclesiastes 4 says, there's a time and a season for every activity under heaven. We need to know the seasons that we are in, the excuse me, the seasons of intercession that we are in. Sometimes we are the intercessor for someone for all of our lives. Sometimes we are only to intercede for a person or a group of people for a season, for a short time. Sometimes God releases us to be that special assignment intercessor where we are praying for individuals for a season. Sometimes God releases us to be a um, flexible intercessor where we're praying for people for just that moment. You know, sometimes God has us to be a long-term intercessor for others. We just need to understand and discern the seasons of God. Amen. Amen. So that is the teaching that I have for you tonight. Thank you for hanging on in there with me through my technical difficulties. I really appreciate it. I thank everyone who has listened tonight live and for everyone who is listening to a rebroadcast of this show. Thank you to my sisters and brothers in the United States. Thank you to my sisters and brothers over the seas and in Russia and Belgium and Norway and Spain and Portugal and Africa in uh, Australia and Antarctica, in Iraq, Iran, Afghanistan, wherever you are, thank you so much for listening to the broadcast, Be Free Ministries NC Live. We so appreciate being able to share the word of the Lord with you, and we thank you for taking the time to go back in and listen to a rebroadcast of the show. Look, if you want to know more about our ministry, visit us at BeFreeMinistriesNC.Weebly.com. Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash BeFreeMinistriesNC. If you have a prayer request, a praise report, a prophetic word that you desire to release to us, make sure that you email us at BeFreeMinistriesNC at Outlook.com. Tune in next week, next Thursday at 6 o'clock p.m. for another prophetic teaching in the Lord. Amen. Amen. I pray that you have a blessed weekend. 
I pray that you have a blessed next few weeks and ending to this year. Finish strong, be faithful, and know that God loves you. Hallelujah. And if nobody has told you that they love you today, we love you. We at B3 Ministries, we love you, love you, love you. And we praise the Lord for you. This is B3 Ministries signing off.